It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken and Coquel. My life be like... Opening round. We are just hours away. Well, like seven and a half, right, Coquel? Our math insider here on uh, Ken Levick Alive. Well, it depends. What are we trying to do here? Are we trying to draw the audience to the actual NFL draft or the coverage that starts here on ESPN 106.3? Six o'clock with us at the Palm Beach Kennel Club and then nationally at seven o'clock. Well done. That's much better from you. So we're five and a half hours away from Coquel and I from PBKC Paddock Restaurant kicking off our coverage. Five to six. You know they're talking about the draft. Evan Cohen will give you some local and national flavor of the draft. And Josh Cohen and the home team, they're going to go draft heavy today too. Yep. Three to five. We're draft. You know what? Don't leave. Don't leave here. Stay here. I love Kyle Pitts. I, I do. I, I mean, I just, I don't know how he wouldn't succeed. Even if he's not going to be a Hall of Famer, how could he not be a weapon that absolutely terrifies opponents? How could he not be productive? And a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was I was sure, just based on every mock I was reading, and it's crazy. For someone who hates mock drafts like I do, Coquel, I sure do look at a lot of them. <laughs> I sure do reference them an awful lot. It's like a, I just, I keep going back for more and I don't get it. It's, it, it is just self-hate on my part. But Kyle Pitts was in that vicinity, uh, six through 10. Some had him in the teens. And then all of a sudden, the pro day happened. His hands were huge. His wingspan was massive. Uh, he ran a four four forty because he's a mutant, and then suddenly the hopes began to dwindle a little bit, and suddenly teams like the Falcons started to show interest. Stupid Falcons! Stupid Falcons! And I, I guess I, I need to to do my proper due diligence on this. I just, I'd like to pass along a message. See if if Coach Smith there. You have, you have power. You have your own radio show with your know, name on it. I know. And and that's why I need to finally, I need to finally uh, take advantage of this. I need to finally at least, at least see if I have some pull. I yeah. used to cover the NFL. Oh, sure. I used to cover the Everyone's Dolphins. Everyone's always buzzing about your NFL coverage. I just, I, uh, well, I did a pretty damn good job. I want to be abundantly clear. There's a reason why you have Ken Levick alive featuring Coco. But I also, I just want to see if I can get a message passed along. Uh, let, let's, should we, should we call the Falcons? Yeah, call them. All you right. know, you know people. You're Ken, All right. you are Ken Blue. Right, let's call the, uh, the Falcons Right, dialing the Atlanta Falcons. See how this goes. Let's see if we can get through to them here. It's ringing. Good sign. It's a good sign with phone calls. Busy day, I'm sure. Right? Like, they're, they're taking a ton of calls. Less of a good sign. Didn't expect to get three rings in. Not looking good right now. Do you think the Falcons have an answering machine? Voicemail? Does anyone have an answering machine? Thank you for calling the Atlanta Falcons. Are you kidding me? Your call is very important to us. All right, we'll leave a message. Our offices are open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's 1229. If you are receiving this message during normal business hours, we are on the other line assisting another caller. Please leave a message, and it will be sent to the appropriate department. And again, thank you for calling the Atlanta Falcons. Record your message after the tone. Finished. 
button, hang up, or press 1 for more options. Hi, Falcons. My name is Ken Levick. I host a radio show in West Palm Beach, ESPN West Palm, called Ken Levick Alive. This message is uh, for Arthur Smith, the uh, the head coach of the Falcons. I just would like it passed along that uh, we here at ESPN West Palm would prefer if he does not draft Kyle Pitts, and uh, he should go get Justin Fields, the Ohio State quarterback. Uh, thank you, appreciate it, and have yourself a great day. Bless and day. Please, please don't draft Kyle Pitts. And I trust this will make its way to Arthur Smith. Thank you. All right, so at least we left a message. Oh, na- Pitts to the Dolphins! Let's it's go! Happening! Can it happen? Kyle Pitts, baby, coming to the Dolphins. I'm sure, I'm sure that message will be listened to, <laughs> let alone passed along to uh, to Arthur Smith. You know what we should do is we should, it, it, because I'm sure it's busy. There's a lot of media requests. Draft day is extremely busy. I'm sure there's agents calling. I'm sure that there's coaches on the line. Now, you'd think in 2021 they'd have multiple lines and multiple people that would be potentially picking up the phone uh it is the nfl a billion dollar corporation the arthur blank is not a a uh, oh i don't know non-wealthy man but maybe we should try later in the show just to see if we can um we can talk to a human being what yeah, do you think sure right. give him a little time we'll to give call us back because i'm sure they have your number i mean you're a big time yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, you yeah. have your own show now right, you have a title sponsor. What is amazing, though, is uh, I the NFL has a black book, which is all the media contacts, and I believe I'm still in the NFL black book uh, as a Dolphins media member. I haven't covered the Dolphins in years and years and years, but I'm not telling anybody. It's prestige to be in that NFL black book, man. That's legit. Um, so I know that we're in love with the 49ers and what's going to happen at three, but it definitely seems like it's Mac Jones now. Like It's going to be Mac Jones. They want Mac Jones. There's too much there. At some point, when you hear enough of something, there's got to be reality to it. There's got to be truth to it. And it's going to be Mac Jones, I think, at, uh, at three. But what fascinates me most... Um, other than the Dolphins at six. That's the storyline of the draft to me. Maybe it's biased because I'm a Dolphins fan and I want to see the Dolphins do extremely well and I don't want them to screw this up and I can't do more non-playoff seasons. Um, But Justin Fields, you and I have both said, Coquel, that this is the best quarterback. I think he's the most complete from an athletic standpoint, from an ability to throw the football, from a speed standpoint. He is the best quarterback in the draft. Okay, Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one. We understand that. But Justin Fields, from a pure athlete standpoint, is tops. Does Justin Fields, would he really fall into the teens? Sports Illustrated has a mock draft. Again, there I go again, where he falls into the teens. But Mike Tannenbaum just told us that five quarterbacks are going to be taken in the top ten. Oh, six total. Six. What do you mean? He said there's going to be six total taken, too, in the draft. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five in the top ten. Justin Fields, where does he, if it's Trevor Lawrence and then it's Kyle Wilson, who is the next quarterback taken? I feel like conventional wisdom would tell you it's Justin Fields, and I still feel like the Falcons, you hear me, Falcons? The Falcons should take Justin Fields. What is the problem with Justin Fields? Like, I don't understand. He had the tape. He was great forever. He's got the athleticism. He's got the size. He's got the arm. And I don't want to hear he can't do reads or he can't process defense and all the other cliches because people don't want to talk about it, though. He, I remember when he signed with Georgia, he almost went Ivy League. Mm-hmm. He was deciding between Harvard, Duke, Northwestern, yeah. and then went to Georgia first before he ended up at Ohio State. Yep. 3-9 kid. Like, he's a high academic kid. 
So where is the problem? And how often are you you using him as a pure pocket passer? Like, that's the thing, too. Like you can read the defense. is fine. And I know, oh, he struggled against Northwestern. That's what everybody who wants to criticize Justin Fields is, is pointing Trevor to. Trevor Lawrence struggled in games. Exactly. Like, but he's going number one, and no one's talking about it. Right, right. And I think Justin Fields, there's it, it's so lame how rumors end up taking lives of their own. The work ethic thing. It, that is so overblown. That is so ridiculous. And I've, I've not heard one person actually with any like, tangible insight tell me that Justin Fields was ever a work ethic problem. Because then you heard it about Trevor Lawrence a couple of weeks later. Fields was almost laughing about it. I watched that show, Hey Rookie, which introduced you to a lot of the guys. And he's like, all I do is work out, watch tape, and go home. He's like, I don't even have friends. Like, I just do football. Like, that's it. He did, so he has no idea where this is coming from. Right. And I, and I don't get it either. The only good thing for Justin Fields that he's dropping is he's not going to the Jets. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. The further he drops, he may end up with the Patriots, a better organization, where maybe that first contract won't be great, but it's not great anyway. But if you're in a winning situation, that second contract is where big money is. You know, you mentioned the Jets, and let's just put it out there real quick. 888-760-3776. I know there's a ton of Jets, fa- Jets fans here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. 888-760-3776. Are you okay with the Jets being married to Kyle Wilson? Like it, That's happening. Are you, I, are you asking me? Because I'm not. Oh, I'm going to ask you, but I wanted to put it out there to other Jets fans as well because Kyle Wilson's not only happening, it's been happening for two months. Like After we saw what the draft order was going to be, the Jets and Zach Wilson were married. But it seemed a bit rushed. It seemed a bit uh, – Kyle Wilson – Shotgun wedding. Yeah, yeah, it sort of did. Like, it was – it was sort of a, um, a a medieval arranged wedding. Like, why? What, why? I know he's talented. And I know that he finally realized potential this year because there have been a couple of seasons at BYU where it's like, when is this guy going to finally reach his apex? And he did. He did. But he also did it in a pandemic season with a lot of raggedness to it. And I just know that I, he's he's one of two quarterbacks that I've seen play in person, Justin Fields being the other one, 2019, I called his opener in an Ohio State uniform uh, against FAU. And then at the roofclaim.com, Boca Tumble, we saw Kyle Wilson rip up UCF. But there wasn't one throw in that game, also because UCF's defense was horrific, that Kyle Wilson had to stretch the field at all. He threw it to the outside, to his receivers. The tight ends were blocking. Uh, uh, what, what, Zach Wilson. Oh, Zach, why do I Kyle, keep calling him Kyle Wilson? Because there was a Kyle Wilson corner for the Jets that they took out of I know, State. but I keep doing that. I keep doing that. Zach he was terrible, Wilson, too, by the way. But Zach Wilson, all he had to do was throw to the outside. The tight ends were blocking, and you had 20 yards after the catch. That's how they rolled up UCF. But you as a Jets fan. It's a shotgun wedding. It's the best way to describe it. The Jets were watching the roofclaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl, like all of us. They saw this pretty little block thing had some fun maybe the mistakes went a little too far things went a little far maybe should we do it should we not they did it now they're stuck with him for life 18 years well they, they are they're stuck with him now because if they did anything i think jets fans have talked themselves into zach wilson it's like giants fans with daniel jones it's the same idea the quarterback that's not that good but you fell in love you talked yourself into it and then the jets are going to be married to him even though he's not good and now I have to defend him. Right. I have to go around pretending I'm, I'm going to buy my kids a Zach Wilson jersey knowing he's not good. You know what? Just buy, buy him a Kyle Wilson jersey. That'll make you feel better about the entire thing. <laughs> Kyle Wilson, Zach Wilson, same guy. He was a buster already. I did that already. But also, Boise State corner. Couldn't cover anything. I know you wanted to take a shot at the Giants, but I'm not 
sure that Anytime Zach Wilson is, is going to be uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is just sort of a guy. I at least think Zach Wilson is more than a guy. But is he the guy that you should be taking it to? Because shouldn't you have taken a little deeper look? Shouldn't we have seen them at a lot of pro days, a ton of pro days, and speculation about Justin Fields, speculation about Trey Lance, uh, speculation about Mac Jones, but instead it was all 49ers. For whatever reason, the Jets just decided – yeah, we're going to have a, as easy an offseason as we possibly can. Woody Johnson liked his tweets. <laughs> when, uh, there, is, there is a group of nerds that I did not know existed. A group of cinematic nerds that I had no idea existed until, honestly, the last week and a half. And it just so happens that the man sitting to my left, Coquel, is one of those nerds. And I need to address this next. We're talking draft day. Is it a good or a bad movie? I say bad. Coquel swears by it. We'll be back and we'll discuss it. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.